Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Minute 50 to go here in the third. Here's Ovechkin with a shot. He scores! And he ties Yarmir Yager for third all-time. That's goal 766. And it is 5-3 Washington. Yager, you are on the clock. The next goal Ovechkin gets. He will stand third alone all time. How about that? Here on this 8th of March, 2022, he has drawn even with Yamir Yager for third all time. And he does it And an empty net goal at the Saddle Dome. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Ovechkin ties Yager with two goals at the Saddle Dome. The Capitals rally to defeat the Flames in regulation and Oilers TV voice Jack Michaels will join us as the Caps are in Edmonton tonight. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, March 9th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. On the same night that he and Nicholas Backstrom skated together for the 1,000th time, and in the same building that Yarmir Yager scored his 766th and final NHL goal, Alex Ovechkin scored twice to score his 766th. He ties Yager for third all-time, and the Capitals win 5-4 in regulation last night at Scotiabank Saddle Dome. A momentum killer early in the first period after the Flames had an Andrew Mangiapane goal taken off the board for an offside. Capitals got their first power play of the game shortly thereafter, and they did not convert. Immediately allowed the first goal of the game on a three-on-one to Elias Lindholm. Been quite a season for Lindholm against the Capitals. Four goals in his first four periods against Washington. He would get one later in this game, too. He had a hat trick at Capital One Arena back in October. It was 1-0 Flames after one. Connor Sherry stayed hot in this one. Four goals in four games after scoring in the second period. Got the Capitals on the board. And then Alex Ovechkin, goal 765. That came in the second period. Finishing off a play, he started on the forecheck. Tied the game at two. That's your score heading to the final 20 minutes. Then in the third period, Anthony Mantha, Nick Dowd, and Ovechkin second. That would rally the team after Flames defenseman Oliver Shillington gave the home team a 3-2 lead early in the third. It all adds up to a great way to start a long road trip. Capitals win 5-4 to split the season series with the Flames at a game apiece. Should be noted, too, Vitek Vanacek was really good in this one, making stops when he needed to bail out his teammates. 31 saves on 35 shots. He collects his third straight win. All right, looking forward from Calgary, it's on to Edmonton now in the second half of two games and two nights, taking on the Oilers at Rogers Place tonight. Here to give us the scouting report on tonight's opponent, the television play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers, Jack Michael. Sir, thanks for getting up with us this morning here on Caps This Morning. Yeah, I'm just sorry we're uh, unable to reunite like we were hoping to this year. Maybe next season, and maybe if both teams get in, there's always 
the puncher's chance of a Stanley Cup final. But John, obviously uh, one of the class people in this industry and one of the people that I've, I've really missed over the last two years of this mess. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see you in person in a while as well. And unfortunately, with us not in Canada tonight, that's going to carry on for a while. But I pledge want to get back to Canada next year. Funny, you kind of alluded to this a little bit here right off the top. These are two teams that are similar in terms of standings and in where they are. The Capitals right now in the eighth spot in the east. Edmonton just on the outside in the west. There's a lot of time left, but I feel like coming into this one tonight, there is a sense of urgency for both the Capitals and the Oilers. Yeah, and more so Edmonton. I mean, obviously right now the Caps are a handful of points inside the cut line and and the Oilers are on the wrong side of it. They have a manageable schedule down the stretch. Now, these two games upcoming for Edmonton, Washington and Tampa, I mean, that's a real challenge. And then they hope to get rich next week, Detroit, Buffalo, Jersey, all on home ice. The problem is, John, and this is why the Oilers are a handful of points out instead of a handful of points in, they've lost all three of those teams on their ice this year. You know, that's been the confounding thing with the Oilers all year long. If I were to give you a scouting report, all you have to do is take a look at the win-loss records every six weeks. The wild fluctuations of 16-5 and and the best record in the league on the first day of December, and then two wins in the next 15 games. And then another real solid stretch where, you know, I think there's something like 12-4-1 and and looking to come out of it and now a couple of losses and, and, and facing a Washington club, the one break the Oilers get, and it's twice they've gotten it on the caps this year is they get Washington on the second of a back-to-back this year when the Oilers have had that situation more often than not, they've taken advantage of it. They're six and two against the opposition on the second of a back-to-back. This is a brutal stretch for Washington too. So maybe the Oilers catch the caps on the right night, but on the other hand, as you know, John, Edmonton's banged up and really starting to feel the absences of guys like Tyson Berry, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Yesapul Yarby. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a little bit about those injuries because the Capitals, this is another one of those similarities. The Caps finally starting to get closer to healthy, but with Carl Hagelin out long term, the Caps will never this season have their optimal forward lineup. Injuries, obviously a big deal in Edmonton too. What's the latest on those guys and how does that shake down, not only now, but going into the final quarter of the season? Well, John, as long as you've been in the league, what have you heard? You've heard McDavid and Dreisaitl. That's where it begins and ends with Edmonton. But a guy that's a little bit older and and came in when we did, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, they're starting to feel his absence, especially when again, dictated a little bit by personnel. Jay Woodcroft, I think, trying to maximize his lineup and the spine of his unit being the three center icemen, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. When Nugent Hopkins isn't there, there have been problems. In fact, the Oilers have only won two of their last 11 without him. And Jay has been part, the new coach has been part of this latest injury, which has kind of crippled the idea that he liked with using those three center icemen and then flanking them with some wingers and protecting his young decor by going with seven. So that way, if one of the four guys under 100 games is struggling, boom, you cut down to six and you're able to spread out the minutes a little bit. Without Nugent Hopkins, all that goes out the window. And as you know, he's touched all areas of the game for every one of his 11 years in the league. 
power play penalty kill. The power play is two for their last 20 over the last five games. Again, no coincidence there. Nugent Hopkins went out. He's very quietly one of the more valuable players in the league. Quite frankly, I don't know where I'd go to. I think TJ Oshie has gotten a lot of publicity the last seven or eight years in Washington specifically. So I think you have to go by an old standby. But again, perennially underrated. I, I think Nugent Hopkins is, is kind of the answer to Nicholas Backstrom. You do not know what you're missing until he's gone. And I think like Backstrom, Nugent Hopkins isn't always on the list of everyone's top tier players. But boy, they miss him when he's not around. So we touched on a power play, which is another similarity to Washington. The Capitals better in the last two weeks, but bottom of the barrel, really, throughout most of midseason. And then Capitals have had their goaltending issues. So has Edmonton, as we expect Elias Samsonov to get the start tonight. Mike Smith has had his struggles. We expect Miko Koskinen tonight. Yeah, and, and Koskinen just lost in Calgary on Monday night. And that was his first loss in regulation in his last 10 starts. And as you know, John, he didn't get much run support. I mean, Edmonton did not have a lot going on Monday. Again, they're beaten up. It's funny. They came home from a significant trip. They went through that Bermuda triangle down in the Southeast of Florida, Tampa, and Carolina. You get Philadelphia and Chicago on the backside of this. And I don't think people in the East get as much of a sense of this. But when you come home for one and you're a Western Conference team, that might as well be a road trip. So the home game against Montreal was just like a roadie, John. They arrived the night before. They played the next day, five o'clock start, no less, and then left the next day. So it, it becomes another roadie, and, and then they get beaten by Calgary. Washington is the first of a five-game homestand. So it's a real homestand. It's a real opportunity for the Oilers to start getting healthy. They're starting to get some of these people back. You made a good point. Washington and a number of teams have battled through their injuries. And now all those clubs, including Washington, for the most part, is starting to get healthy. Well, the Oilers, they were a little bit backlogged. They were healthy earlier in the year. They're not healthy yet. And that's why they're losing ground. Well, Jack, that's covering a whole lot of ground. I wish we could do this in person tonight, my friend. You and I go back a long way. But next time, we're going to get to Edmonton and look forward to seeing you back in D.C. Thanks for getting up with us here this morning. Well, and I appreciate you and your audience bearing me out. As you know, usually three questions is all you need. And unfortunately, I'm going to fill the rest of the time. I have yet to discover a filter that actually works for me. I'm hoping you can help me out with that next year. Our thanks to my pal Jack Michaels for stopping by. It's the Capitals and the Edmonton Oilers tonight at 8. Actually, an 8-17 puck drop, if you want to get specific. The TV side tonight exclusively on TNT. With no Joe and Craig tonight, your only local call of the action is with us on the Capitals Radio Network. Airtime on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7 is at 7.45. Caps game day starts at 4 o'clock this afternoon with Ben. Have yourself a great Wednesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.